Howdy, everyone. This is the start of the Healthy Dialogue podcast community group. Very excited to have this start. I've been looking for the market to have a place like this, and I would say these places are kind of hard to find. And so I was very interested in this idea of creating this Discord community group as a way to start up a podcast. Both myself and three other friends have been mentioning this idea of sharing our our perspectives of the world. And we didn't know how to go about doing that. We had some feeling that we had some marketability with, with the way that we talked. I think all of us are very analytical and we like to, to, well, rather we have our own passions that we think about. And so whenever we, whenever we meet up and we have these discussions, we end up having some pretty intellectual conversations. And usually we have a bunch of takeaways from those discussions. And so I was thinking that we should start up a community group where open discussion is encouraged and people can discuss things on the basis of their exchanging perspectives with other community members. So Healthy Dialogue is the product of, well, the current solution for for this opportunity. So in this podcast, I was thinking I was going to go over what what the heck is healthy dialogue and what's its intentions. Um, why was it created? I'll do a little self-introduction in the future. Um, I'll talk about like what the current server is looking at and like I guess the current itinerary of what the server is going to be. Um, until like certain boundaries are crossed with publicity as well as <clears throat> as well as if it's even marketable for that case. So so yeah, I figured I'd just do a brief introduction of what this is all about and um, this will be uploaded to YouTube at the same time. So there's going to be some VOD. VOD work that's going to be happening at the same time. But for the most part, this is just a test as well as just an introductory to healthy dialogue. So I guess we'll go over from the start. What the heck is it? So as I've kind of already described, I thought there was a market for open discussion. I think there's a lot of platforms out there that are that discourage openly debating certain topics. And frankly, I think that's that's wrong, um, especially when you come from a certain perspective. I think there's a I think there's various perspectives out there that people share that contribute to the belief that people should be silenced based on what they have to say. And I think that's a wrong attitude of looking at people because there's some basis behind that that operates as if you're assuming the other person is doing things and saying things on the basis of bad faith. And I think that's a poor way of looking at people. Um, and that's not to say that there aren't people out there like that who are actually doing it on the basis of bad faith. But I think you need to have the perspective to, to be less resentful in general to believe that other people can be good. And they're also trying to seek answers as much as you are. And so I think humbling yourself to the idea that, like, you're not some special great person that 
like you're a part of a minority of great people, I think you should be taking a look at the broader picture of everyone is actually a great person and everyone has something to contribute because everyone has valid experiences that they've gone through and they've made interpretations based on those experiences to be the person that they are and represent the things that they do. And so keeping in mind that people are complex allows you to keep a calm mind and be able to listen to what others have to say. Because in the end, nobody knows the answers to life. And I think, I think the more you listen and the more you, well, it's not necessarily listening to other people, but also listening to yourself, the more you listen, the more you understand. And that's where I think healthy dialogue has something to offer to everyone. Because I would like for people to listen, and I would like for people to have an open mind about other characters. And I think you'll come to a better understanding of how the world works and how other people work when you engage in this sort of behavior. So the idea behind healthy dialogue, uh, or rather the, the goal that I see for healthy dialogue, is I see as a disc like an open discussion place for for lots of people <clears throat> the biggest problem at the moment with healthy dialogue is i wouldn't know how to moderate all of that um, and so at the moment i only have text channels available for community members to openly discuss things that they're passionate about and currently no voice channels but i, I foresee a lot of that happening i foresee expansion problems happening if expansion is necessary but for now i think it'll just be since i can moderate my i know i don't have to moderate my friends <laughs> so they're going to be the ones who are going to be owners co-owners of the server even though i've made the bulk of what the server is um, and so i've made the structure and i plan to moderate most of it by myself but um yeah i foresee this this place being a collectively open and debatable area of some of the ideas that you have to present and i would hope other people would engage with that but i mean not everyone has the same interests but i think a lot of people have overlapping interests between each other and they can always contri contribute to the conversation when they can um, and so yeah that's that's what i have hopes for healthy dialogue i'll do a little self-introduction too um, so my name is Spencer. Um, I go by Spence Mama on the internet. I'm 24 years old. I'm in software development. Um, I love video games. And to give you a little background of where I'm at as a gamer, um, and actually I have a lot to say about <laughs> about like finding myself throughout this gaming realm, is I've been I've been playing video games most of my life. And it's really hard to gauge how you are as a competitor in relationship to other people, or rather your competitive status. And I think a lot of people just casually game, and it's just, it's like gaming just ends up being a very thought-engaging uh, activity. And so I think, like, people enjoy different types of games, whether it's actual video games or it's like board games or whatnot. There's... There's different things to consider with each game, and you get to choose the, the conditions of the game that is best, best worth your time. And I think for a lot of games, for myself, excuse me, 
I think a lot of games for myself, I ended up choosing competitive games. So, for example, I was playing like Smash Bros. <laughs> Actually, my, my first Smash game was in Nint the Nintendo 64 version. And oddly enough, I had a lot of people credit my gaming ability there. Um, and since then, it's just been like, I don't know, maybe I took pride in that when I was young. And then I started moving forward as, <laughs> as a competitive gamer. Growing older into like a teenager, I, I used to play like a bunch of sports. Um, so like I used to swim, which strangely enough, isn't about you competing against other people. It's about you competing yourself about, sorry, it's you competing against yourself and you're always trying to be better than the person you were before in swimming because swimming is about, you have to compete, you get a time and then you go to the next swim meet in hopes that you're training during that time between the first meet and the second meet, the sec the first competition and the second competition is better. So you're always improving yourself. And that's strangely enough. I think I also have that attitude when it comes to a lot of competitive games, but there, there's some other sports that I did as well. I also used to do like badminton and soccer, which was very team oriented. And actually my swim team was pretty team oriented as well. The philosophy that my swim team coach, the head coach, uh, ended up adopting was you're as strong as the weakest link on the team and your team identity comes before your own identity and your own wants. So you represent something bigger and you should take pride in that. And he gave us very many reasons to be to be proud of our team and our our I guess, teammates. So, you know, he gave me a whole lot of perspective on what it means to be like a team player. And I think that's actually reflected in a lot of my competitive games too. Like I usually take the role of support because I have, the, I have that weird mind. Like, you know how in many competitive games, like people, like I play League of Legends, right? In many competitive games, I have this idea or not so much idea, but I have this, I have this awareness to how the team is doing. I have this awareness to be looking out for the team in a way that most people can't. Because you have your mid laners, right? You have your top laners, you have your junglers. You know, everyone brings like a different aspect to the team and they have like different things that they pay attention to. I feel like my interests maximize and are optimal at the support role, which is very weird to say, but I think it's not so weird considering my background with, I guess, my, I guess my behaviors throughout my life. So I've been recognized also for being a, for being a nice person. And, you know, everyone can be nice, whatever. <laughs> and that name, that, unfortunately, that, that compliment gets thrown around, like, too much. But I've been across, like, 30 to, f like, 1,200 students. I've been named one of the few to be at the top. 
So I think a lot of people have mentioned my eliteness with being nice and being socially aware and being empathetic and sympathetic. And, you know, as much as I credited that to just being like a nice or just being like a genuine civil person, as I've branched out from the educational realm, because that's where I've been notably like complimented there in that in that realm. I've noticed a lot of people aren't don't necessarily have the same skills as myself. And so being socially aware is actually quite a I don't know. It, it's not demanding. It, it, well, it's not a demanded or yeah, it's not a demanded skill or behavior, but it's very marketable. And that's what I've been learning about myself throughout like the past couple well, past couple of years really. So I've humbled myself to the idea that you know, well, I guess before I humbled myself to the idea that, like, what I was doing really wasn't anything special. But then I needed to actually accurately humble myself and say, actually, what I'm doing is incredible. And the kind of person that I am is perfectly qualified to be able to help people as well as help myself. Um, and so... I've had a lot of recognition over the year, well, yeah, ever since I was born, that I was just a kind and genuine person to, to other people, and that's really showed. Um, and so that's why I think, like, the support role in general has been my primary go-to role when it comes to a lot of video games. So, all my supports out there, high five. <laughs> We're great. We're great. Probably not for the same reasons, but... You know, it, it's awesome to know that you have a similar-minded mentality, or rather a similar mentality when it comes to video games. Um, I'm also someone who thinks a lot, and I mean, if you couldn't tell already, I think people don't usually chat to themselves <laughs> and have open discussion between themselves and themselves often. I don't know how many people are able to just like solo talk without having to look at anything to say or look at like other dialogues that other people have to generate and I usually like discussing with myself there's a well whenever I discuss with other people I'm brought I'm more in the listening role when it comes to like discussion with other people because I feel like that's more of an opportunity to listen when people feel the need to talk and I have a couple characters like that in my life who decide that well it's not that they decide to but they feel the need that they need to share um, and more often than I do and I think that's fine I usually just take the listener role when that's the case and if no one's if no one's willing to engage in discussion I usually take the role of moderating the discussion after that so for example like at my school we do like group work um, and some people just stay absolutely quiet and there's like some social skills that, or there's some social barriers that I think are there because not everyone's from the United States, right? Like one thing about college has taught me <laughs> that people come from all over the place. And it's weird to know that it's not weird. It's just interesting to see like how different they are from me. Because, you know, when you go to, like, university, I mean, I've been to university, like, a couple, like six years ago. But when I was at university, everyone was just kind of in the same spot. 
like everyone all my peers were people coming from the same background of they went to high school they're now at college and they're starting to be an adult whereas i feel like at my more local college and it's less known um people just come from different backgrounds like some people have already had careers and whatnot um some people are I don't know, they, they do like a bunch of other things instead. Uh, maybe they've been working or maybe they just like had a change in interest in, in what they were going to school for. So you get like a huge range of ages as well as experiences, and backgrounds and whatnot. And even some from like different countries. And I think that's awesome. I think that's awesome. Um, but yeah, I, I think that contributes to the perspectives that many people have to share. And that's why I like listening to people, because I think I think you gain better understanding that can be applied to your own life when you listen. And so that's that's how I see myself improving myself day by day and gaining new perspectives. And I, I think I'll continue to do that as long as people are willing to share. Um, if people aren't willing to share, then I'm willing to share my own thoughts. Um, <clears throat> so a couple things about me and I guess my background. So communication has been like a huge thing about about like what I think about. Um, sorry for the word, for <laughs> poor phrasing there. But I like communication concepts and I think I'd like to be able to talk about the various forms of how people communicate um, and actually after I'm done with this introductory segment to what healthy dialogue is I think I'll start a separate segment on what it means to be communic or rather what the complexity of communication in the form of speech um, I'm a huge fan of ethics and morals and whatnot like I, I engage in these these topics all the time because I need to figure out these problems for myself. Some of them are very dark, like dark topics relating to ethics and morals. And I think that those need to be openly discussed because how else are you gonna learn of your own stance if you can't talk about it? And that's where I think like healthy dialogue has some marketability. It's because if you're able to if you're able to chat about the things that bother you, you're going to have a better chance at becoming the person that you want to be. Or rather, it'll help you along the journey of being the person that you want to be. Um, and so addressing your doubts when it comes to really anything is really a first step for, for being a better you. Um, and even though ethics and morals may be like kind of a no-no topic amongst, well, depending on what ethic and morals you're talking about, but I'd hope all of them could be discussed. Um, and yeah, I'd love to see what you guys care about and what kind of ethics and morals that you guys share, or rather have. Um, I also love providing perspective on life. So if you couldn't tell already, and the VOD will be up in case you're just listening now, but... <sighs> But as far as like my perspectives on life, it's constantly changing. Um, and there's something new to think about every day. And the person, the perspectives that I had yesterday may overlap with who I am today. But 
today I am better because I have new perspectives that are constantly changing and it makes me me. Um, it, I guess you could talk about like what actually makes it better and what makes it worse. Um, and I, I don't know, I, I guess that, <laughs> that could be a discussion for some other time, but, but yeah, I, I love providing my perspective on life. Um, I've helped. It's not that I've necessarily like professionally helped, which, which by no means am I a professional at all, but people have, people have openly asked the questions or openly asked questions about life. And I feel like my perspectives that I provided to them have helped them through perhaps a time of suffering where they didn't know where to go with their own life perspectives. And so I found, I found a couple people and I was able to help them with that process. There hasn't been a person that hasn't openly discussed their life perspectives and thought my engagement was a negative experience and that's why i think like i'm also very marketable in this realm as a podcast creator like content creator so like going into the future i'm hoping to expand more on that i suppose but um and maybe if there are questions general questions i'll be able to answer those later but Moving on, so like another topic that I, I love to engage with is like mental health and depression. And kind of part of that actually ties in with perspective on life because I think I think you get to a I think if you're a victim to depression, something along your life has your experiences have convinced you of your current perspective that like life is hard and life is suffering and i think i think that's a very accurate way to depict what depression is <clears throat> and you know going through that phase like five years ago like I, I had my own depression phase when i was like 19 years old and that was hard for me and it was hard for like everyone on my family um but i feel like i've dealt with the retrospective enough to be to be able to articulate what I saw and what I felt in order to help other people who might be going through that same stage and I, I think it is something that temporarily happens and it's a mindset that it's hard to get out of but the only thing I can do is share my perspectives of how I got out of it and what helped me and I think everyone else well, I don't know. Depression in general is just like a hard thing to, to fix. And mental health is, you know, just a interchangeable word. Not so interchangeable, but fits in the same category as depression. But having perspectives on life that drag you down to a point where you don't feel value is hard to get out of. And it's hard to convince yourself otherwise because that requires a lot of interchanging of your perspectives with a different perspective and you need to merge like someone else's perspective with your own whether that's the better you perspective versus the current depressed you perspective or that's someone else who's trying to help you perspective and your own perspective current depressed just yeah, perspective um and we can get it more into that if that's 
someone if someone's interested in, in that specific topic. And, and really, if you wanted to post something within the Discord community, you're totally welcome to. Because um, I, I think those need to be talked about for sure. And like I don't think there's enough places for people to openly discuss things like that. Especially like all these hard topics that people have a hard time being open about or don't feel welcome talking about is so, like such an important it's such an important activity to engage in because that's what helps you get better understanding when these are big sources of of suffering for people i feel like like once you get into this place where you have a bad bad instance of like ethics and morals or your perspective on life depression mental health self improvement when you're when you don't have well, rather than self-improvement, your your own potential, your own future potential. Once you develop those bad ideas, it's hard to to get out of all of that. It's like people can just say, <laughs> "Just get better forehead," or like, "Don't think that way forehead." But it, it's not as simple as that. And like, I think openly discussing things is a great way for people to to find better understanding of how they make sense of their of their experiences to form new interpretations um, and yeah I t totally skipped out on self-improvement but self-improvement is another thing that I'm very passionate about and a lot of these topics actually tie in together for me um, so self-improvement in particular like I don't know at the at the moment I've been really engaged with the idea of articulation. So, I mean, not a lot of people are going to be impressed with my articulation skills if you haven't already noticed. But I think I feel like that's something that I've fully—it's not fully developed, but I'm actively developing. And I think I've developed my articulation and speech to a level that is comparably more thought out than other people and I think that in itself is a marketable skill but the point is I see it more as a form of expression and I feel like part of my identity is being able to talk about the things that I want to talk about at the depth that I want to and in a way that other people can understand and having all that combined is I don't know. It, it gives me a sense of pride that I can do that. And so, so yeah. I'm also working on my current body structure. So, well, not like body structure, but, but you know, like everyone goes through, <laughs> everyone goes through like weight changes and whatnot. And as of late, I've been making active attempts to, to moderate my own weight. Um, I actually eat a lot and a lot of unhealthy food, but, um, I think most of you would be proud to know that, like, at the beginning of the year, I was 30 pounds heavier, and now I'm I'm approaching a healthier weight. It's still not a healthy weight, and I'm using air quotes for that, but, but there's improvement that's happening, and that's what counts, and you need to be able to see the, the improvement and regard it, regard your efforts as what they are. Um, and so I'm a huge fan of talking about self-improvement techniques or seeing your own self-improvement between who you were yesterday and who you are today. So 
that's also another topic that I'd like to think about. And in case you weren't listening for all that, I'll, I'll give you the full list again. So the topics that I actually really like is communication. I like talking about ethics and morals um, and interpersonal relationships. Providing perspectives on life for other people. Um, and not, not so much that like I'm helping them with that, but rather, well, I guess just as I... As, as I said, it is providing a perspective. Um, I like talking about mental health and depression and self improvement. <sighs> um, I guess I can talk more about me if if there's another opportunity to do so. But I think for now, because of this introductory segment, uh, we'll move on to I guess where the current what the current server iteration is looking like. Um, so. As said at the beginning of this podcast, this is a new new community. Um, oh, set, like, oh gosh, words. <laughs> a new community meant to meant to be a platform for people to exchange perspectives on life to help other people gain a new understanding, and not so much other people, but also themselves too. Um, so at the moment, since this is the beginning of the new server. There's not a whole lot of stuff here. I have a bunch of ground rules set up. I have have a couple channels open. Chat channels open and then just like a bunch of, of announcements and stuff that are ready to be looked at. And for the most part, it's it's very small, but there's opportunity to grow and I think as those opportunities arise and become more necessary then growth will happen um, moderation roles will also expand so in the future if anyone's interested in becoming like a moderator for for this open discussion community channel I think that's what will happen um, because as of right now, I take most of the ownership in terms of moderation of the server. I mean, this has been my idea, and I have three other friends who are very interested in starting up like a community-based, um, or rather just like a podcast-like like platform. Um, and this, this was kind of the method that I foresaw myself going. So, um, yeah, I'll, I'll be sure to expand moderation roles if, if this ever becomes unbearable for me so another thing that you can do is also make suggestions um, on the server if you'd like so there's a text channel for that and if you ever see the opportunity to have like more text channels on there then yeah I, I think you'll you'll be good okay So as far as like your engagement with the community, um, most people, well, actually everyone has the option to not be a member and that's okay. The only engagement that that is public to everyone is really the engagement on here and this, um, this stage, this discord stage. So I was thinking I would have this this stage open to the public all the time, um, but then so that well the structure of that is so that everyone can 
join if they would like to, if they would like to listen. Or, uh, or if they wanted to be a member, they would just go through the process that I have set up on the Discord server already. So there's a couple channels that you'll need to go to um, in order to get access to the rest of it. So first thing that you would want to do when you get to healthy dialogue and the Discord server is to first take a look at what I had said um, in the welcome start here channel, text channel. Um, and that'll just be a place for you to gauge kind of where you're at and if healthy dialogue is the right place for you. Um, from there, you would go over to the rules section and then, and then read through that. Make sure you understand everything that's there. And then choose to do the thumbs up emoji as a reaction um, to then give yourself a community member role. And that'll give you access to a bunch of the other channels that that are meant for open discussion for for the community. As far as speakers go for or for the community and healthy dialogue, I was only choosing myself and friends, um, mostly because I trust in them to do the right thing. And I can't always have full trust in other people until I actually get to know them. So as of right now, that is my current solution in place. No one else is going to be able to talk except for my friends. Um, and I know that's a bad solution, but I think that'll be changing as, as I come up with better ideas for how to allow other people platforms to the healthy dialogue community. Um, so I'll go over some very specific terms of what healthy dialogue is and what it is not. So healthy dialogue is a place to exchange perspectives with other individuals. Healthy dialogue is an opportunity to listen to four people talk about their passions. Now that one will change as I figure out who should be allowed on stage. But as of right now, that is what healthy dialogue is. What healthy dialogue is not. It is not a place for professional help or a place to provide professional service. It is not a place that allows racist, sexist, transphobic comments and all the other various forms of hate. I think it's important to discuss what you want on your mind, but it's not okay to engage in open hate comments towards other members. So if there's, <clears throat> actually, I don't, I don't think there's any comments yet. So I, I think we're good. Um, as far as this introductory process to what healthy dialogue is, this is going to be the conclusion of that. But yeah, feel free to ask any questions in any of the, the chats once you become a member, if you're interested. And this will be uploaded to YouTube. Um, and I'll have a video being represented in the stage VODs section um, and that that'll be there for reference in case other people want to go so till then um